Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. This podcast is scheduled for one fall. Making her way to the ring, your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy. And I'm Lava. Uh, My pronouns are she, her. Mine are they, them. And with us today is a very special guest. Please introduce yourself as you would like to be introduced. Jinkies, Fred. I don't think it's a good idea. You see, I'm dummy thick and... (laughs) My name's Tess, and I go by she, her, and they, them. Great intro. (laughs) An all-time classic already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, before we dig into our regular, you know, listener questions and all of that fun stuff, I have guest questions. All right. We're going, to, we're going to start with an easy one. What's your favorite slushy flavor? Okay. Um, my answer for this one is a little complicated. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good. I like grape slushies, but in particular, one grape flavor from like seven years ago from 7-Eleven, because at some point they changed like artificial sweetener and now it doesn't taste the same. Oh, that's, my sympathies. That's the worst. That is so sad. But I'll have the memories. Yeah. It's all we can really hold on to. <laughs> um, What's your favorite Scooby-Doo series? It's gotta be a pup named. It's what I grew up with as a kid, and I genuinely enjoy the 60s aesthetic going on there. Nice. Yeah, it does have, like, a style that didn't get replicated in much. Except for the puppet um, movies that, like, Scooby-Doo and the Mystery of the Treasure Map or something. Those puppets were based on the uh, pup-named designs. Hmm. Hmm. That's good to know. Alright, what member of the gang do you relate to the most? I think it's the one I can do the best impression of. (laughs) I am a very strong Velma archetype. Well, Velma's good, is the oh, thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, related question. Which Scooby-Doo character do you want me to bleep you with? Okay. I, I've been doing some thinking. And it's been going between John Cena's um... Uh, like music theme song, but I think I'm gonna go with Robopup from a pup named Scooby Doo. <laughs> All right, okay, and final and usually the most difficult question: What's your favorite combination of pizza toppings? Mushroom, pepperoni, and feta. Mm, the feta is an interesting choice there. It adds a delicious saltiness to it that's just delightful. Hmm. <laughs> That's good to know. So I'm going to preface these listener questions with the statement that we are watching Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery (laughs) because almost all of them involve wrestling. I need need to also have a disclaimer. My entire 
WWE education starts and ends with the YouTube video, Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, by Up To My Knees. Uh, Cass <laughs> linked it to me a million years ago, and it's become that one video that I inexplicably have to watch at least once a year at 3 a.m. Uh, so I, I, I have a general idea of who certain characters are, and then nothing else. And then John Cena, because John Cena <laughs> became a meme. But that's my disclaimer for this entire thing. Are you sure about that? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And my disclaimer is that I watched wrestling pretty heavily between 2010 and 2014. So right about when this movie came out is where my wrestling knowledge <laughs> kind of tapers off. <laughs> So I am in the perfect mindset for this amazing movie. <laughs> See, I'm I did most of my wrestling watching around 2005 to 2010. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got a lot of it covered. An ex of mine is very into wrestling. All right. Uh, so the first question we have here is from Janine at Janine Juliet. She asks, "What Hanna Barbera tune would make a good gimmick for a wrestler?" I'm going Sorry. to say. Magilla Gorilla. Oh my god. <laughs> I do love the idea of Magilla Gorilla as a trickster deity, <laughs> and I think a trickster deity would make a great wrestler. Captain Caveman? Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, Captain Caveman's also a good one. I immediately, because it's on my brain now, I, I thought of Jabberjaw. Ah. Just because every time I think of Hanna Barbera now, Jabberjaw just comes to mind. Jabberjaw would make a good referee, Ooh. I think. Or, like, his in-ring gimmick could be that he feels he gets no respect from anybody. Mm -hmm. No respect at all. Oh, man, but that would be a great uh, referee thing. That, that's true. Because the referees don't get respect. <laughs> Clearly not in this movie. No. Jabberjaw doing the Dusty Rhodes hard time speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh boy. I'm gonna maybe look that up and then work on my Jabberjaw and cut it in right about here. <laughs> First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and led us to Jabberjaw, the Atlantean dream while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Hanna-Barbera Promotions for waiting and taking the time, because I know how important it was. Laugh Olympics 85. It is to the wrestling fans. It is to Hanna-Barbera Promotions and Jabba Jaw, the Atlantean dream. And with that weight, I got what I wanted. Oh, I got what I wanted. Dick Dastardly, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have a whole lot more to say about the way I feel about Dick Dastardly. No respect. No honor. No respect. There is no honor amongst thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Jabberjaw in the Neptunes. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Hard times are when the mystery solvers around this country are out of work. They got four kids and a dog and they can't pay their wages. They can't buy their Scooby Snacks. Hard times are when the Mr. Peebles of the world are out of work and they tell them go home. Hard times are when a shark has worked at a job for 30 years. 30 years! And they give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, Hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. And Dick Dastardly, you put hard times on this country by taking old Jabba out. That's hard times. 
and we all had hard times together. And I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day is supposed to look. No, my belly's just a little big and my hiney's a little big, but brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. There were two bad people. One was Yogi Bear, and he's dead, brother, and the other's right here, the mean machine Dick Dastardly. The world's heavyweight title belongs to these people. I'ma reach out right now and I want you at home to know my fin is touching your hand for the gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world right now reaching out because the love that was given to me will be given back and this time I will repay you because I will be the next world's heavyweight champion in this hard time blues. Jabberjaw Tour 85. Nyak, 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 and Dick Dastardly, let me leave you with this. One way to hurt Dick Dastardly is to take what he cherishes more than anything in the world, and that's the world's heavyweight title. I'm gonna take it. I've been there twice, and this time when I take it, Daddy, I'm gonna take it for you. <laughs> Let's gather for it. Don't let me down now, because I came back for you. Okay. Um, another question from Janine is, less of a question and more of a demand. Oh, God. <laughs> Make a mystery team out of wrestlers, including a talking animal, voiced by or based on a wrestler. Unfortunately, um, I'm not able to contribute to this. And the most modern wrestling I've seen, like, I watched WrestleMania, and then since then I've watched, like, a couple of AEW shows. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so I think our talking animal would definitely be Luchasaurus. Wait, what? <laughs> this sounds amazing, and I don't know what that is. And of course, we need if we have Luchasaurus, we need Jungle Boy, and they form the tag team, A Boy and His Dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> oh amazing. my god, they look amazing. Oh no, now I <laughs> have to look it up. Let me just Google Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Please link it. Uh, so Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's kid. <laughs> The guy who plays Archie's dad, or the guy who played Archie's dad on Riverdale, rest in peace. Huh. I'm posting oh my this God. picture here. Luchasaurus. And Luchasaurus looks like that guy who got his whole face tattooed like a lizard. Here they are at the at the supermarket. Oh my God! They're just a couple of good friends. Um, who else could be on the team? Because they're definitely, like, the Shaggy and Scooby situation. Right. Yes. So we need a Fred, a Daphne, and a Velma. If we're going with the, uh, this kind of setup. Yeah. I want to put John Cena in one. In one of these roles. I wonder... Just because of... Yes, he fits his... He fits his Velma... Not Velma. He fits his Fred and Daphne. Because he's (laughs) the handsome one. But also... Very nice to look at. Like, see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. How about the tag team of Breezango as the fashion police? Oh my god. <laughs> that is Drew Brees and Fandango. <laughs> oh my god, Fandango! Oh my god. <laughs> they had a gimmick where they actually did a, uh, like a mystery solving thing. They were trying to solve a fashion crime. <laughs> Fashion. I just tried to look up this person and it gave me Fandango. Google, come on, get with the program. 
<laughs> I looked up Drew Brees and it gave me the guy who was the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, was it? It may not have been Drew Brees. It's something Brees. He just, he's Tyler just a Brees, guy. Tyler not Drew Brees. Tyler Brees, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We could put a lot of people in that last slot. Yeah. Depending on which con- continuity you're looking at. <laughs> and in this case, Hornswoggle's just Scrappy-Doo, so. <laughs> oh. Um, I want to put Roman Reigns on the team just because I like Roman Reigns. I'm one of those people. Hey, Roman Reigns is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I think we got a good start at the very least. Listeners, write in with your (laughs) wrestling mystery solving teams. (laughs) Listeners, donate to Patreon and tell us who you think would be a good mystery wrestling team. Um, okay, next questions come in from Tanner Vogelsang at Sparky Upstart. Uh, and they ask, if the Pokemon Incineroar joined the Mystery Incorporated, I'm, in- I'm fixing that for you, I, <laughs> I hate seeing people write Mystery Gang. Oh, I literally call them the gang in my notes every yeah, time. No, the gang is fine, oh, okay. but Mystery Gang is... <laughs> I've watched too much Scooby-Doo. You have your lines and you have to stick with it, basically. <laughs> Can't yeah. cross them. It's like when I see people sit, call it the mystery van. That's just <laughs> incorrect. If they join the Scooby-Doo detective agency. Yeah, and you can't say Scooby Gang because Scooby Gang is the group of people from Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so if Incineroar joined the gang... Would they improve or hamper their mystery-solving skills? Incineroar is a cat. <laughs> uh, so does that mean that Scooby will chase Incineroar? Incineroar looks a lot like the monster from this film. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Incineroar would hamper the mystery-solving skills because Incineroar is a heel. Yeah? <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, Incineroar would just light everything on fire, too. Which is not very conducive to a mystery-solving environment. Very not true. traditionally. <laughs> Might work for um, setting plans to trap, maybe? If Fred can come up with a reason. <laughs> which I think he could. Inc- Incineroar, go! <laughs> Never mind! <laughs> Fred would have a trap inch. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Of course, now it, mm, it makes me think of Scooby being a Pokemon. Mm. And now I'm just getting into the what's everybody's Pokemon team. <laughs> Which is an entirely different thing right yeah. now. Scooby That's... is the Meowth of the gang. Hmm. This is very powerful bonus episode territory. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Tanner also asks, who out of the entire Scooby canon, not just the gang, is most likely to go ham with a chair? Obviously someone hmm. in uh, this movie, one of the wrestlers. Mm. But that's a cop So, out. I think... <laughs> Just not counting wrestlers. Um, Gene Simmons from Kiss. 
let's see. Batman. Mm. Or the the Batman equivalent, sorry. No, Batman is a Scooby can- canonical character. They have met before. Oh my god, that's right. There's a reason. Okay, yeah. They have met multiple times. I second guessed myself. <laughs> we'll be watching one of those movies eventually, because that's a movie. Nice. Um, uh, I had other characters in mind. I think Mayor Dad from Mystery Incorporated. Professor Pericles, if he had arms. Ubold <laughs> from the last movie we watched. You yeah, Ubold would make a good pro wrestler, also. But also, I could see him bringing a chair onto the football field. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just just let's go with that. I could see it. Um, let's see. And Shannon Blake. Oh my god. Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, this next one comes in from display name Hangry Drag Queen at Sonata Waves, previous guest of the show, Brennan. The Scooby Gang are all in a, a heck in a sack four man one dog smackdown match. <laughs> Who emerges victorious? Now I know why he didn't let me see this question. <laughs> Hmm. So I have two answers to this. So they're fighting each other? Yes. Okay. Um, And it is not a cage match where it's the first one over the top of the ring. It is a heck in a sec, which means they are enclosed on all sides. Heck in a sec. (laughs) Including the top. Yes. But there is precedence for people escaping the cage and then, you know, climbing on top of it and occasionally throwing someone through the top. And it's then McFoley loses a tooth. It happens. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's good. We're cool. Um, I think my choices here are either Daphne or Shaggy. I was thinking maybe Fred, but then I remembered that Daphne has more fighting experience, as does Shaggy. <laughs> I think the actual victor, it depends on what the motivation is. If it's food, definitely Shaggy. Uh, I don't know why it would be food, but that's that's an important thing to consider. <laughs> um, but I guess if it were the prestige, it would be Daphne. Yes. Uh, I see no fault in anyone's logic here. <laughs> Except for the fact that would Scooby and Shaggy fight each other? Like, I know it's not necessary that they all have to get each single person out, but I think that Scooby and Shaggy would be like, I don't want to fight you, you're my bro. I think it would be a situation where, okay, I I don't know how this kind of thing actually works, but they would initially, everyone would initially team up and try to take out one of the other group, and then it would just devolve from there. So... I'm imagining the way that the gang usually splits up would be the initial teams. (laughs) Yes, I do think Fred would recognize Scooby being a dog as a threat. Yes! (laughs) Scooby, a Great Dane. Because here's the thing. That is sentient being a threat. Here's the thing that, uh, yeah, Shaggy or Daphne might be the actual winner, but... In in story 
storytelling wise, it would be Scooby who wins. Just by nature of him being Scooby. Okay. According to Wikipedia, uh, the rules of heck in a sec is the only way to win is by pinfall or submission in the ring. There are no disqualifications or countouts. Mm-hmm. I think this might be because there's multiple people, more of a uh, elimination chamber style uh, rule set. Just because I'd imagine it's a matter of not who gets the first pin, but last man standing. Right, 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 right. Oh god, I just remembered a really weird concept where all the wrestlers were in, like, separate chambers. Ah, uh, yes, they opened the traditional up... elimination chamber setup. When, when, they, when, like, the door opened up, like, someone was going into a dang Walgreens, and it's like, hello, I'm wrestling now. Oh. It, like, they were kept in actual cages. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah, they, they are glass tubes, and there have been multiple, oca- at least one occasion, where someone gets speared through a glass tube. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not PG. All right, and final set of questions that we have here uh, from Blue Lion Charlie at Magical underscore Pride. Which wrestlers would you like to see on Scooby Doo? Hmm. Um, has the Undertaker been in there? Uh, yes, he is in the other <laughs> Scooby Doo WWE film. <laughs> He's in this movie's sequel. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I think Sheamus would be an interesting one. I think Seamus the- is Seamus in uh in the sequel to this also? Probably, but we already have the connection of him could he could be related to Daphne. I was literally going to say that. I was literally I was looking up who this person was just to make sure. Uh okay, Irish professional wrestler. Uh did did it establish what Daphne's uh family was? I know the Loch. I believe Loch Ness is in Scotland, but does Scooby Doo care? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, considering that Bobby Flay is Fred's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> oh God! Oh boy! Google search: Does Scooby Doo even care? According to this movie. No. <laughs> um, I think I would like to see Roman Reigns. <laughs> of course you would like to see Roman Reigns. I mean, I'm trying the- to think of other wrestlers that haven't been in Scooby-Doo that I'd like to be- see in Scooby-Doo. Mm, okay, so I guess if only Kofi Kingston was in Speed Demon, then the rest of the New Day would be a good fit. If they could find a way to make Edge not be retired, that'd be fun. Oh, God, Edge. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, like, right when I started watching wrestling was when his last match was. With Alberto Del Rio, sir, appearing in this film. Mostly, like, unlisted in most of the places I was looking up, too, which is weird. Like, I have a list, and they were like, oh, yeah. It doesn't list anyone that isn't in the movie, or that is in the movie but isn't listed or something like that. But no, Alberto Del Rio and Big Show are both not listed and definitely in the movie. Because I don't think they were voiced. No, because I think, I think because they weren't voiced. Well, Sergeant Slaughter and Jerry the King Waller weren't voiced either, but they're both listed. 
And in like all of Does the this movie care? No. No. <laughs> Mark Henry. I want to see Mark Henry in Scooby Doo. Ooh, strongest man alive. That'd be awesome. <laughs> or world's strongest man. Which what does he build at? I don't The care. <laughs> world's strongest man and his finishing move, the world's strongest slam. <laughs> Um, they couldn't play his theme song though because it is very not child appropriate. <laughs> not PG. All right. Um, Charlie's other question is: What kind of wrestlers would the gang be? I think we see plenty of evidence in this film that Scooby is definitely a high flying lucha style wrestler. Yeah, very true. I think Daphne's probably going to be more along the lines of a shoot fighter. <laughs> Lots of good kicks. <laughs> Velma would be one of those ones that tries to get into her opponent's head. Mm. Like one of those more calculating ones. A cerebral assassin, if you will. <laughs> 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 That's like Triple H's dumbest nickname. <laughs> At least he's officially called Triple H now. Sir Hunter Hurst Helmsley. <laughs> and then we're stuck with Fred. <laughs> Uh, Fred's think, Fred. Okay, so Fred is a traditional wrestler in the sense of like a Kurt Angle type because he definitely wrestled in high school. Oh, yes. Uh, and Shaggy is... Not John Cena, no. as the beginning of the movie would allow you to believe. He's... I don't... He's like a... I don't know, because like... <laughs> he's a hardcore wrestler. <laughs> I think. <laughs> because the only like major instance I can think of him fighting is the scene where he destroys an entire bar full of bikers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely dirty fighting. Oh, man. That's everyone. And again, Scrappy is Hornswoggle. <sighs> um, News-wise, because we're done with questions... I did watch all of the currently released episodes of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who within the past two days. Oh my gosh. Wow. So that is um, from the first episode of Chris Paul to the last released episode of Wonder Woman. I gotta say, they're all pretty good. Except for the Ricky Gervais episode because one, he sucks and two, the episode sucks. Uh, is this on a streaming service or yeah so it's currently as far as i know only available through the boomerang streaming service which is bundled as part of verve which you can get like a month free trial of i decided to go ahead and do the month free trial because it also has every scooby-doo movie (laughs) (laughs) and it's a lot cheaper than me just renting them i'll have to look into that um yeah they're all generally pretty good Wonder Woman has surprisingly good chemistry with Scooby-Doo. Oh, gosh. He's just a cute little dog. (laughs) And then Wonder Woman almost murders a man. And now I'm intrigued. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to remember who else was on the show. Oh, so the Sherlock Holmes episode. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. Which Sherlock, though? Um, Is it a generic one? It's up to debate whether or not he's actually Sherlock Holmes. Okay. 
he may just be um a cosplayer uh something like that yeah it's strange but it does uh introduce lots of facts about the characters such as daphne being able to speak 76 languages including rhyming slang (laughs) excuse me stewarders i speak jive oh god (laughs) i mean it's basically that scene oh that's beautiful (laughs) um and the fact that shaggy and scooby have almost an encyclopedic knowledge of every sherlock holmes mystery Honestly speaking, a lot of the time it feels like, oh, there's a famous person. We need one of them, one of the gang to be obsessed with them a little bit. Shaggy and Scooby. Or be related. Or, or be related to them in some way. The be related can be to any, anyone. The slightly obsessed most of the time appears to be Shaggy or Scooby, unless it's a nerd, in which case it'll always be Velma. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see if I can remember how each character that's been released so far relates to the gang. Because <laughs> um, I remember Chris Paul saved Shaggy's life. Um, Wanda Sykes met Scooby at a dog show and wanted to adopt him, but he was like, but Shaggy. Aww. <laughs> um, that episode... I'm- I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say it takes place in Mr. Peebles, Mr. Peebles Pet Shop. Um. <gasps> hmm. Oh, baller. <laughs> and that, uh, and that implies some things. There's an episode with the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> He's not related to them in any way. He just shows up. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um... Who cares about Ricky Gervais? And then Wonder Woman also just shows up, but it's because they're in Greece. Oh, oh naturally. Um, that's it so far. Um, that's all I got for news. I didn't actually look up any news. <laughs> I don't. That uh, that stage play isn't for like another year. Aww. Anyways, I guess let's dig into this movie. As I've mentioned before, this is Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery. It was released on March 25th, 2014. Um, And the day before that, Scooby-Doo showed up on Raw to accompany Sin Cara to ringside. And then he had like a very, very short match where Sin Cara just stomped his opponent within like a minute and then it was over. Naturally. Um, It was directed and produced by Brandon Vietti. And written by Michael Ryan. Stirring the voice acting talents and not so talents of <laughs> Frank Welker as Scooby Doo and Fred Jones, Mindy Cohn as Velma Dinkley, Gray Delisle Griffin as Daphne Blake, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers, Charles S. Dutton as Cookie, Mary McCormick as Miss Richards, John Cena as himself. A.J. Lee as herself, Santino Morella as himself, The Miz as himself, Triple H as himself, Michael Cole as himself, (laughs) Vince McMahon as himself, Brodus Clay as himself, (laughs) 
Kane, the mayor of Texas, or not mayor of Texas, mayor of, uh, what is it, uh, some county in Tennessee, as... Knox County. Yeah, Knox County, Tennessee, as himself. Oh my god. Uh, Corey Burton as Bayard and an announcer, Bumper Robinson as Reuben, and Fred Tadashore as Ghost Bear. Ghost Bear! Ghost Bear! Oh my gosh, so I just had a thought. Okay, so there's a ghost bear in the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. John Cena uh-huh. plays the villain of in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And there's okay. a ghost bear I see character. What's here. Not, not, it's not a bear in this case, but there's a ghost bear. And it's like, hmm. oh my gosh, <laughs> just made that connection. They are in-universe. I mean, we have already pitched the idea of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Scooby-Doo crossover. Yes. <sighs> okay, um, I do have some notes here about these wrestlers, um, such as AJ Lee no longer being with the WWE or wrestling at all anymore. Um, Darn it, Mar- you stole my bit. <laughs> I had it written down like each time they show up, I was like, oh. Are they with the company? Are they not with the oh, company? Okay, then we can just do those then. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. No, I'm going to let you keep the bit. I have a different bit. My other bit here is that I have written down is uh, when this was aired on Cartoon Network, it was called Scooby-Doo and the WWE Mystery, and all instances of WrestleMania have been replaced with Superstar Mania. <laughs> Because I guess WWE was easier to license than WrestleMania. What? Interesting. I don't know. There must be a legal uh, reason that we are not privy to. Yeah, like the Wikipedia page was just like, oh, because of copyright stuff involving the trademark on WrestleMania, they just called it this instead. And I'm like, but why? why? I'm half ex- I'm half expecting to watch that one and just seeing hearing Vince McMahon be like welcome to Superstar Mania <laughs> like this is really badly dubbed so we cold open yes. on Kane dramatically walking down a forest road at night to WWE City there is a giant advertisement uh, advertisement? billboard? one of those a <laughs> A 70-foot standee of Triple that. H. With an animated arm. Yes. Welcoming, welcoming them to WWE City. Which is on the next exit. Because it's just that good. Uh, Miz is also there jogging, repeating to himself his mantra of, Who's awesome? I'm awesome. And it is nighttime. It's like, this is a uh, exercise routine that takes them... During the night, because of course. 24-7. Yep. He says that. So the Miz sees Kane is like, oh, we thought we'd never see you again after you lost that last match. To which I have written down, oh good, kayfabe is real now. Kayfabe is always real. <laughs> um, to this, Kane is obviously very uh, angry because he grabs the Miz, the Miz, by the yes, neck. the Miz. By the neck and lifts him up. Uh, Kane looks at the city and is like all glowering and just completely disappears. Like, next beat disappears. 
And the Miz is like, yeah, that's what you get, or something along those lines. And he's, he's, he's very gloating, and then keeps jogging. It's what he does best. Mm-hmm. I, I need to know, I need you to know, I didn't catch his name, if it was ever said, so I just have him as awesome in my notes. Because his <laughs> shirt says, I'm awesome. Yeah. I mean, that is his catchphrase. His theme song just starts out with, Awesome! Oh my god. So it works perfectly well that I have him as awesome in my notes. Yeah. Mr. Awesome. Yeah, and then he's attacked, he continues his jog, but then is attacked by a flaming skeleton bear. Or a ghost bear, if you will. (laughs) Which at first he thinks is just Kane. Is that you, Kane? You better prepare yourself. Uh, <laughs> I've run 20 more feet and I'm feeling great. Uh, Ghost Bear uh, attacks the Miz so hard, he flies out of his clothes and crashes into that um, 70 foot ad. And it's like, it, and he has those, the classic uh, red heart underwear. Because <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> He gets chased up. He has the claw marks on his face. And he is very upset about that. Yeah, his face is his moneymaker. That's his whole gimmick. In addition to being awesome. He gets uh, chased up the 70 foot Triple H. And of course, the ghost bear knocks it down. Um, mm-hmm. Just completely destroys it by just slashing at its legs. Yes. So the only things left are just his freaking one of the calves yeah so the miz falls to the ground the uh ghost bear growls menacingly and then we cut to a kick butt opening title sequence (laughs) yeah this one rules yeah yeah i i need to double check to see just who was behind this theme song because i think it might have been like in-house from wwe Mm. may have been downstate I uh, there we get title cards for all of the characters, including the wrestle characters. I and I did some. Research. I didn't write down any of their names because I knew I wasn't going to remember any of them. <laughs> you have Mister Awesome, and that's about it. Yeah, I have Mister Awesome, John Cena, Triple H. That uh is about the extent. Also, the Bone uh Bender, which will come up later. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I have some notes on these wrestlers who are continuing in the, in the, in the company and those who are currently not in the company. Go ahead. All right. Fun fact. Uh, John Cena, surprisingly still with the company. Yeah, but barely. <laughs> uh, Kane, um, I don't know if he's been released, but he is currently busy being the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. <laughs> Sin Cara is with the company. Uh, Brodus Clay was released in June of 2014, so about, like, what, two months after this movie came out? Mm. Partly due because he was unhappy with his in-ring character of the Funkasaurus. I feel like you can feel that in one of his lines in this movie. He's that character! His last line in the film is him just going, Funkadelic. And he just no-sells it. (laughs) In... In um, NXT, the um, division that's like 
the minor leagues for the WWE. Mm-hmm. He was billed as like this hardcore, no nonsense, I will beat you, kind of a Mark Henry type character. And then they made him the Funkasaurus with the Funkadactyls, who are also in this movie and not referenced at all. <laughs> uh, AJ Lee, who is my big wrestling crush, uh, retired in 2015 due to a spinal injury. Ooh. Santino released in 2016 due to a neck injury. Uh, the Miz with Triple H with and Michael Cole is still commentating as far as I know. Hmm. Yeah, Michael Cole's definitely still on commentary. He's more of a heel than ever, as far as I can tell. His outfit was very similar to Shaggy's. That sounds about right. I do think it's strange that they decided to go for only one commentator in this film, when traditionally it's two, and currently it's three. They didn't want to destroy too many desks. Well, they all shared the same desk. (laughs) I know, I was just trying to give an excuse. They didn't want to pay anyone else. Alright, um, so the music um, was... It's by a band called Socrates Devinger. Devinger? <laughs> um, or Socrates Devinger? I don't know. I don't know how they want it pronounced because I can't find anything about them other than they do some Scooby-Doo music sometimes. Nice. It sounds, it sounds like a character from Cats. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, they did this, and they also did one for Big Top Scooby-Doo, and that's really all I'm finding. Um, but the lyrics and such were was written by Andy Sturmer, who is, and I'm reading this off of the Scooby-Doo fandom wiki, an American musician, composer, and producer. He was the lead singer, drummer, and songwriter of the band Jellyfish. And has written and produced the music of Japanese pan- Japanese band Puffy Amiyumi. <laughs> he composed or contributed to the following theme songs. Uh, ben 10. Uh. My Friends Tigger and Pooh. Transformers Animated. Oh. The Looney Tunes Show. And The Tom and Jerry Show. And has done music for several uh, Scooby-Doo films. Including... Fear, he did the music for Fear is Just a Word and wrote Remember That Old Gang of Mine for Moon Monster Madness. Oh, hey. A wonderful uh, library of music you have written there, sir. Um, He wrote <laughs> he wrote and performed some of the Hex Girl songs for Mystery Incorporated and has apparently written a song called Scooby Stition. For Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost. Oh my god. (laughs) Incredible. Very awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Now that's sorted out. That's one WrestleMania mystery solved. (laughs) Now to get back to the big one. Uh, We come from the credits into Shaggy cosplaying as John Cena. (laughs) As good as a skinny white man can. And him and Scooby are playing, and what I'm assuming is a Microsoft Connect for the Xbox 360 <laughs> wrestling game. I have that in my notes. Like, is this via Connect? What's happening? It's a video game that's a fighting game, but also appears to be some kind of Dance Dance Revolution game. Well, it's got a mini game. All good games have mini games. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, yes. So yeah, Scooby as Sin Cara, both in the game and real life, uh, beats up Shaggy. And apparently this multiplayer mode of a fighting game has a difficulty setting and they have beat it on the hardest difficulty setting, double, triple beat down extreme, <laughs> which I have written down and I will be putting it in the first game that I have difficulty <laughs> selection for. As the first, as the first difficulty setting, that's the easy mode. Yes, it only goes up from there. And I have written down: this isn't how video games work. As someone who is who makes video games, no, no, it's not. <laughs> and then I'm like, is this game photorealistic? Uh, because no, it is <laughs> act- it is definitely pixelated. Um, at least during the wrestling parts. It's just like, but it's not like pixel art. It's just they put a pixel filter over it for style, I guess. <laughs> Everything is slightly blurred. And this comes back more when a dream happens. Yes. Uh, so because he beat it, he gets to do a victory dance minigame. That reminds me of a... So Madden on the Wii had similar mini games after you did touchdowns really right yeah 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 although it was really just as simple <laughs> as Madden. shake the au <laughs> au john madden john madden question mark exclamation point question mark big american tt snake snake Ah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. We did. We absolutely had to. Um, um but yeah. <laughs> for the Wii thing, it was really just shake the Wii remote. Uh, but for this, and now you've done a touchdown dance. But for this, it's just just dance, which is fine. Those games are uh, good for what they are, and he gets a and perfect fun score. Fact, Go ahead. Uh, wrestlers don't do this when they win. No, not usually. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> they don't tend to go into like a 50 second dance break when they win. The New Day has. They don't tend to. The New Day is different. Yes. They have a trombone. You can't not dance when you have a trombone. It's true. Uh, so Scooby does this victory dance minigame and gets a perfect score, and because of this, they get a video message from Vince McMahon, inviting them to WWE City and giving them ringside seats at WrestleMania. Still isn't how this works. Um, and there's some fine text here, and I have all of it written down. Perfect. Uh, I have it. Yeah. Report to training camp in WWE City as soon as possible with this game disc as proof of your win to claim your prize. Individual results may vary. I'm going to pause for a second to talk about how that's not how game saves work. (laughs) No, it's not. But I will give them some credit because later, Velma does mention that it's on a memory card. (laughs) How did the data miners miss this, by the way? Uh, don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh... Who's data mining a WWE game for the Kinect? Uh, my immediately th- immediate thought was, okay, speedrunners of this game are going to go ham on it. But that's me having re- uh, watched a lot of speedrunning le- recently. A speedrunner probably won't be bothering to get a perfect score on the 
the dance section. It's probably faster if they fail it immediately. Probably. That's a very good point. You fail it, someone just throws a tomato at Sin Cara. <laughs> uh, anyways, the fine text conclu- uh, continues. Your prize includes accommodations at the Rock Yard Training Facility in WWE City for the contest winner and four guests. Food will be provided by WWE Rock Yard Restaurants. Your stay at the Rock Yard may or may not include sightings of WWE superstars as they train for WWE events. You may see superstars and divas like Triple H, John Cena, Kane, The Miz, Brodus Clay, Santino Morella, Sin Cara, and AJ Lee. If you're really lucky, you may see Mr. McMahon. There is also a chance, parentheses, but not a guarantee, close parentheses, that you will see Sergeant Slaughter, Jerry the King Waller, and even the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Warning, do not touch the WWE superstars as they train. Do not feed the WWE superstars at any time. Do not jeer at the WWE superstars because it may hurt their feelings. Keep your arms and legs away from the WWE superstars at all times. Oh my god. (laughs) Someone had a great time writing that. Yes, they did. Also, someone had to read that because if you were listening to when they were at the fine text, someone it was doing that fast thing where yes. they do it on like the radio or whatever. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so Shaggy and Sh- Scooby obviously get very excited. So they cut to them at the burger binge. I'm trying to convince Meanwhile. Yeah. Trying to convince the rest of the gang who are not super interested. They have their own interests. So Shaggy pulls out a stack of photos to guilt them. I wrote down what happened. Yes, I also have them. Meanwhile, I just have Shaggy and Scooby pull a favor. Yeah. Exhibit A. Dressed like giant tools to catch the monstrous mechanic. Exhibit B, dressed as ducks to catch the horrific huntsman. Exhibit C, a two-person cow suit to catch the crazed cowgirl from beyond the grave. Scooby-Doo was almost milked. (laughs) And he's scarred for life by it. Oh, And I didn't catch the last one. I forgot to go back. Uh, Exhibit D, the piece de resistance. The time they posed as Senor Pepe Jose and the dancing hairless Chihuahua Don Perro to catch the ghastly gordito of Guadalajara. Oh my god. <laughs> the hair didn't grow back in some places. I would watch all of these movies. Yes. Scooby Doo. I would buy all of naked. these movies. <laughs> Look at him. Okay, okay. And everyone caves, except for Daphne, who's like, wait, what? And then she acquiesces as she continues to think about Scooby-Doo saying, the hair didn't even grow back in some places. And then Scooby-Doo was almost milked. Uh, Of note, Fred uh, caves because he has a fancy camera and he's interested in using it. And Velma Hmm. caves because she's interested in comparing the modern world of WWE and ancient warrior customs. And it's better than spending another weekend with Grandpa Dinkley and the mysterious odor problem. <laughs> there is another piece of trivia here that I need to find. Why can't Ooh, I find trivia. it? Ooh, trivia! It just has to do with the uh, the name of 
uh, Fred's camera. Oh. The Q36 Emodium Space Modulator <laughs> is the thing that Marvin the Martian was going to use to blow up the Earth. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's basically the same thing that Fred's camera is called. That's amazing. No one would catch <laughs> that casually. No. I love that. I mean, if you're going to blow up a camera, a, a planet, you might as well be able to take good pictures with it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Marvin the Martian, <laughs> Duck Dodgers hit the wrong button. is also on Verve. <laughs> <laughs> so they move on. They, they're doing their road trip. They're driving there. Yes. Uh, and the entire ride is full of play-by-play Scooby snack attacks. Yes. Um, it is revealed that Sh- Shaggy and Scooby were meant to pack the luggage into the van, and they did not. They packed all of their snacks. Yes, which fills the entire back of the van. Yeah. So, like, something of note is that this is never important. It just happens, and it's brought up, but it's not a relevant thing. Well, okay, consider the fact that they're only there for two days, and there's also a gift shop. Very true. <laughs> But they don't actually change clothes. No. I don't know why it was such a big deal. It's like, oh no, they didn't pack our luggage. Because the joke of Daphne and Dilma being furious and then Shaggy saying, what's the big deal? We all wear the same thing every day anyways. And Fred replying, (laughs) he's got a point. (laughs) Yeah, Fred's just like going with it. He doesn't even like frown. He's just like, yeah, they got a point. Yeah. They're not even worried about if they have any medicine, any, like, toothpaste or anything, pajamas, because I don't think Velma's going to want to sleep in that turtleneck. Yep. As they approach the exit for WWE City, Fred has to Tokyo drift over a raccoon that just gets out in the middle of the road and eats a fish. I I, I want to mention, did no one notice the disembodied boots of Triple H? I was wondering about that. Like, they just go past that, not noticing that there's just two giant boots. Mm, like, I think if I saw that, I would have been like, wow, must have been a big storm. Yeah, but at least, you know, someone would have mentioned it. Like, Velma would have mm. looked out and seen it and be like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, God, a raccoon! Yep. Yeah. And drives off the road and crashes, kind Into of. Into a ditch. Uh, it looks like there's a, a commercial break for Cartoon Network, so it looks like they're going off of a cliff. Yes! <laughs> yeah. But no, they're just in a very small ditch, and the Mystery Machine's not even damaged, it's just... In a ditch. Balanced weird. <laughs> so they're stuck. Uh, luckily, a truck drives up with a hooded figure jogging behind it, and it is revealed that it's John Cena. <laughs> In the truck are Cookie and his nephew Reuben, and they're following the superstars on their jog because of the bear trouble. (laughs) To which I am like, just jog around the city and training grounds? I mean, yeah. It's big enough. It's a very good point. Plus, like, if you. They probably have good treadmills. Yeah. Like, they have good everything else. We see the good treadmills. Just do it inside where there's air conditioning and no bears. <laughs> it must be they're trying to do it over rugged terrain, but then they jog on the road. I don't know. That's a good way to deal with your shin splints. Yeah. 
Uh, John Cena removes his hoodie, revealing his shirtless, bejorted body. John Cena removes his hoodie to reveal... (laughs) It's John Cena. (laughs) And it it glistens in the moonlight, instantly changing Daphne's opinion of him. I, I, I need everyone to understand the clouds move away <laughs> and the moon shines brightly and he glistens and he passes Daphne who stares and then we cut to Shaggy and Scooby who are also staring but for different reasons oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great moment and then he moves and lifts the uh, pulls the van out of the out of the ditch he doesn't like lift it lift it he, like, lifts the front enough so he can swivel it. Yeah. I mean, a car is not, uh, apparently not that hard to move if it's a, if it's a neutral. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, like, the lifting part is the more impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne is delighted. Yeah, uh, after he writes the mystery machine, though, Scooby sees that that raccoon <laughs> steal a box of Scooby snacks and chases it into the woods. I, I need to mention... We hear a door opening sound before the, we see the raccoon <laughs> leaving the mystery machine. That raccoon has hands and opened the door. Yeah. I mean, raccoons do have those little grabby They do hands. have little people hands. But I just love that. I just hope Scooby Snacks aren't water soluble. <laughs> oh, that video of that raccoon trying to eat the cotton candy. Oh. <laughs> Where did it go? It disappeared. Uh, but Scooby chases it into the woods, and so the gang and Cena chase Scooby. Uh, the raccoon trips Scooby, sending him into a bunch of stuff, you know, like trees and spider webs and leaves and mud. You know, stuff in a forest. Yeah, forest stuff. Uh, Shaggy. That's why I never go to forests. Yeah. Shaggy catches up to Scooby, thinks he's a monster for a second, but then they just laugh it off. And then a real gun is fired. (laughs) (laughs) Into the air, and it's a shotgun. You're not supposed to do that, as far as I'm aware. You're not supposed to shoot guns into the air, because odds are you're not shooting it straight up. And velocity is a thing. Mm -hmm. He does it twice. Uh, Not in this exact moment. He only does it once now, but he does it again later, and I'm like, Dude, stop it. Um, <laughs> You're wasting ammo. Yeah, He is wearing sunglasses at night. Yes, he's wearing sunglasses, has gray hair, and a very long beard. Yeah, And a barbed wire tattoo. And a raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, the raccoon goes to sit on his shoulders, so it is his raccoon. Or at least, you know. Yeah. They know each other. Uh, yeah, he's just real mad about Shaggy and Scooby being in his woods, and then Cookie and everyone else show up, and it's like, hey, man, calm down, Bayard. They're just here to see the WWE. They're just fans. They all come for that. And the more they come, the hungrier they make the beast. The beast called WWE City. Every day it eats up more and more of our land. And then he continues to make some vaguely threatening remarks and fires and his this, gun again. At this point, I, I wrote down, oh, I get it. He's crazy. I think he's just a jerk. 
<laughs> I was wondering where I heard the word name Bayard before. Um, and the answer is Voltron. So if you're also wondering <laughs> where you heard the name Bayard before, it's Voltron. What isn't Voltron these days? Um, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> they all go back to the road where the cars are. And John Cena just happens to have VIP tickets and offers them. He's just like, I ah, just ain't right. Let me make up for the experience. Baird was a dick. Have some more free tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, like, it wasn't necessary to give them VIP tickets, because I think they... Did they already have it, or is it just regular all expenses paid? They had tickets to WrestleMania. Okay. But this was probably To just... the show tonight. Actually, hold on. You Let know... Google. It wasn't actually necessary for this to happen, because it's never brought up, oh, that they're backstage vip all right april 6th when was april 6th of that year <laughs> <laughs> i'm triangulating a day oh my god <laughs> funny fun fact i have a triangulated date in my notes too but that's much later on um this was still when they did friday night smackdown right uh, i'm asking like anyone's gonna I, know that other I, than me i think so <laughs> We just Google's WWE SmackDown. <laughs> which was not yet called SmackDown Live, which is the dumbest renaming I've ever heard. Right. Messing with everyone's DVRs. I don't think there's anything else in that particular scene. Yeah, I, I think it goes straight on to the live event now in progress. Yes. I have it written down as lots of wrestlers, lots of wrestling scenes. Yeah. There's a guy um, with a snake puppet on his hand. <laughs> There's a picnic table. Yeah, so that's one of Santino's moves. <laughs> the cobra. Unfortunately, they left out the best part of the cobra, which is when he yells cobra and smacks you with the hit with the sock puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down anyone who isn't named is a fake jobber. Yes, that's true. It's a fact. It's a WWE creator wrestler. <laughs> A jobber, in case you don't know, don't. is someone whose whole whole job is to just lose the match and make the person wrestling them look good. Oh. Mm hmm Yeah, I mean, basically, the only point of this is to one-show Big Show. Yes. And Alberto Del Rio, because we're never going to see them again. And <laughs> to establish everyone's <laughs> thoughts about wrestling. Yes. Um, and I have my notes about The Big Show and Alberto Del Rio. Mm -hmm. uh, the Big Show is currently still with the WWE, but out due to injury. Yeah, he's mostly just, as far as I know, Big Show is mostly taking a backstage ro role of um, more of like a creative thing. You can't be a big wrestler for that long. You're going to have some health problems. Mm -hmm. And then Alberto Del Rio... Fired in 2014 due to assaulting a wrestler, an employee, after they made a racist joke. Rehired again in 2015. Left again in 2016. Currently running a wrestling promotion called Nacion Lucha Libre. Huh. Good for him. Yeah. For one, punching a racist, and then two, starting <laughs> his own league. Yeah. So, Velma, I, I think Velma is confused about kayfabe. Because she's very oh, into yeah. rules. 
<laughs> a picnic table? Where did he get a picnic table? Under the ring, where all weird stuff is stored. There's nothing in the rules about furniture use. <laughs> Fred, I think, knows what's... I think Fred definitely used to watch wrestling and like or like a sibling watch wrestling and, like he has a passing knowledge yeah because he knows what's up he's like it's just a show just enjoy the show and daphne is cheerleading for john cena mm-hmm. how did she get past the ring barrier i mean you can just jump over it <laughs> well yeah but security will be like no but they're vips from john cena ring barrier did she cross the ring barrier yeah she's on the other side of the I thought um, she was right next to Shaggy. No, she's right like right in front of Shaggy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, Cena wins. Of course. Because it's Cena. Uh, Mr. McMahon shows up and talks about the championship belt. You know, solid gold, priceless diamonds, etc. Has it lowered from the ceiling from for dramatic effect. And then starts talking about the values of a champion, like hustle, loyalty, respect. Uh, uh, this thing isn't as rare as he makes it out to be. You can commission those. You can buy replicas on the WWE store. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not... It's it's a belt. It's also not made out of gold or diamonds. God, no. Jeez. In this, in this film, it is. It yeah. is made of solid gold encrusted with diamonds. In this film, it's canonical. That is an important thing to note in this particular <laughs> film. In this particular film, it is worth more money than God. I mean... Please treat it as such. Also in this film, WWE has enough uh, draw (laughs) and capital to go from a touring show to a stationary city. Yes, it's a literal city. Um, They just... Do they live there? I think they do. Because they I go around in their I think all of the wrestlers we see live there. Yes. <laughs> I think, um, for example, Chris Jericho would not live there. <laughs> he wouldn't live there now, obviously, because he's with AEW, oh, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> times. God, this whole city is just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So, after uh, the win... Velma gives a neat fun fact about ancient history and how golden yeah. ceremonial prizes were customary in ancient games for thousands of years. And Fred is weirdly dismissive of this. Like, Yeah, he was rude. Hey, the star creature! Thank you, Fred. But dudes, he's really into photography right now. So. Yes. I do like Fred being into photography. Yes. I think it fits with the whole mystery thing. Uh, which yeah, we find de- one of them definitely should have had a camera this whole time, and Fred has been a cameraman before. Yes, uh, yeah, a lot of times. Thinking about it, cameraman on I mean, Daphne's in show. In the future, from this film, yeah, he becomes a cameraman for Daphne's show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Daphne, uh, apparently John Cena is texting Daphne, thanking her for <laughs> cheerleading for him personally. Yeah, which um, what? And she referred to him as. John. Yeah, she does that uh, a few more times, and it bothers me. John Cena is John Cena. Can't just call him one of, John. One of the few wrestlers who's allowed to have two names. <laughs> I've used his surname so much that my phone just autocorrects it to full capitalize. 
Uh. Oh, man. How'd you get his number? When did he give you his number? Well, uh, she gave him her number the same time she gave him her email address, home address, and scarf size. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, um, also they put the, uh, the belt in a fancy clear vault because it's been vacant ever since Kane's mysterious match and it's going to stop being vacant at Mania during the main event. This weekend. Keep that part in mind. This almost feels like, I forget when this happened, but this feels very close to when CM Punk won the mat, won, won the belt and then just freaking dipped from WWE. Yes, after the pipe bomb promo. Pipe bomb. <laughs> that was really cool to watch live. Um, they all go to the training grounds. Oh, hold on. I do want to mention something. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, because you said CM Punk, and that reminds me of when I was watching the clip from WWE Raw when uh, Scooby-Doo was on there. And I'm pretty sure that entire match, the entire crowd was just shouting CM Punk. So it was around of that course, time. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Cookie yeah. invites them all up to the training camp. And Sin Cara gives them a ride in his cool car. And they get to the WWE Jurassic Park gate. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the wrestlers broke loose. <laughs> they can open doors. <laughs> of course they can open doors. They're humans, what the hell? <laughs> Oh, man, Ryback in the raptor pen, and they just lower a full cow in there. (laughs) Oh, that'd be freaking baller. I forgot about Ryback. Everyone forgets about Ryback. (laughs) Even though he he had a really cool gimmick. His gimmick was shouting, feed me more, and then airbrushing his own singlets. (laughs) Oh, is that Scooby's gimmick now? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Ryback wasn't allowed to be in the film because Shaggy and Scooby were there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> gimmick infringement uh we see a bunch of no names working out just fancy workout tech and we see cameos of sergeant slaughter jerry the king lawler and jimmy mouth of the south heart sergeant slaughter retired in 2014 from in-ring activity but wasn't really wrestling much since 2012 uh, Jerry the King Lawler, with as a commentator and occasional wrestler, but his persona, when I watched it, was very grating. Um, Vicky Guerrero, uh, before she left, he consistently made fun of her weight. And as a larger person, I am like, yeah. dude, really? Mm. Uh, Jimmy Hart, currently signed as a legend of wrestling. Of note, uh, they are taking this tour to the training grounds and through the training grounds in Sin Cara's car thing? The Sin Cara. The, the Sin, the the Sin, Sin Cara. Cara. Uh, um, and Sin Cara is driving. Like, he's the chauffeur. Yes. He's really the funny. only wrestler with a car. <laughs> uh, besides JBL, probably. He's not in this, though. Um, there's a 24-hour grill. That's where all of the cameos were, really. Um, And then they pull up next to a practice ring where Ruben is training with Triple H. And Cookie is subtly not into it and shows them to their rooms. 
they have a giant carving of the WWE Championship belt. In the mountain. And I have written down, on the mountain, and I have written down, possibly defacing Native lands, cursing all who dwell I here. I thought that too. I'm like, mm, that's <laughs> not good. I mean, on top of that, they're going to have to recarve it every few years. Because <laughs> they keep changing the design. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, remember when it spun? I loved the spinning belt. That was the best belt. (laughs) John Cena held onto that belt for most of the time. And then when The Miz got it, he locked it. So it said M. You can't do that with a belt that doesn't spin. That was a really good feud, too. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. There was a spinning belt? Yeah, and and it was a W, and then the Miz (gasps) changed it Uh to an M. Yeah, that makes me think of SpongeBob SquarePants. M for mini, W for Bombo. I hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Spinner belt. Um, I wonder if someone has made a GIF of it. Knowing wrestlers, maybe. No, that's not the kind of animation I was expecting. It's the spinner belt, but instead of it spinning, it's the deal with it sunglasses. <laughs> oh, Ryback is currently in the independent circuit. Ah, okay. Let me... Alright, well, I have a hard time sending gifts over Discord, so I can't just send it to you. But I'm sorry, I just need to read this one bit from Wikipedia. The Ryback character has been described as Goldberg meets the Ultimate Warrior meets Rob Van Dam's tights. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Those are all accurate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Freaking wrestling, dude. I forgot how fun it is. <laughs> that's like why I'm excited for AEW's show. Just because it's not going to be four hours long every week. God. Um, let's see. Daphne, in the rooms, is trying to pick between two identical scarves uh, and ask Velma for help. And while Velma's like, really? She does, to her credit, give her an answer. Yes. The one on the right. I have this written down as Velma is having none of your heterosexual bullshit. I know. (laughs) And, and I, I thought to myself, oh, she said on the right, and, of course, it makes sense that Daphne would pick the one in her right. And But I immediately thought, I don't know. It's so weird. I hate left-right things. Like that. Oh, God, right? I mean, left? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get to a point where Velma and Daphne start overhearing an argument between Reuben and his Uncle Cookie. About Reuben going into wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm good. You know I'm good. I know you know I'm good. <laughs> it sounds like his uncle just doesn't want him to get hurt. Because he got hurt. And, and apparently had to build his own leg brace. <laughs> yeah. I mean, considering, it makes, it. I can, I can see it. This reminds me of when they had to make a custom ladder for Big Show. <laughs> Dude, and here's the thing. Cookie's acting like wrestlers aren't educated. Like most athletes, they know they need to have a fallback in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the one I can think of off the top of my head is that Chris Jericho has a bachelor's degree in journalism or like communications. Mm-hmm. And also, 
a knee brace won't stop you from being in the ring. Rey Mysterio wrestled with that for a while. Which broke Cody Rhodes' nose, but we're not going to get into that. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, he wants Ruben to keep taking computer classes, because you're good at computers. Anyone born after the 80s is good at computers. Yeah. I mean, apparently, not to show the hand of the movie, but apparently Cookie's good at computers. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Velma talks about the undertar- underdog story archetype, and Daphne says, Maybe WWE can't be scientifically explained. Don't be silly, Daphne. Science and logic explain everything. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby each get a bed while Fred sleeps on the couch. Yes, I love that. (laughs) This isn't another another building, by the way. Yes. Um, I just... (laughs) It's great. It's so great. And, And it's not like Fred's visibly angry about this it's just a thing he's fine with it he's like yeah i'm getting the couch he's got a blanket everything's good he's just like yeah just lights out guys i gotta we're gonna take some photos in the morning um so shaggy is playing a handheld wrestling game um so until the nintendo switch came out and so then it's a technicality they hadn't made a handheld wrestling game since the ds and psp (laughs) I'm thinking that maybe, I know this is going way beyond this, um, a way to explain it would be that they, he is using uh, the PS Vita, Oh yeah, and using like Remote the uh, screen sharing from like the PS3 or PS4. Mm. But he is only using the shoulder buttons. <laughs> well yeah, that's, just, that's where the finishers are. <laughs> Hurricane run, a five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> Playing Street Fighter and only throwing Hadoukens. Uh, Evo just happened. I haven't watched any. Yes, yes, it did. I got a notification from one of my other servers about it. So Scooby has a weird food wrestling video game dream. Yes, it is very I, video I wrote, games. I wrote this down as fighting foodons. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers that anime. I see. I remember the name fighting foodons, but that appeared on the Foxbox slash Kids WB, and that was during an era of time where I did not know which channels those were on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure foodons is something that we've mentioned on this show. Don't remember mm-hmm. when. Probably. Because, like, you know, I mention a lot of things of that time period. The English dub's theme is based off of Jock Offenbach's Orpheus and the Underworld. <laughs> oh. Dun, 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 oh, that's right. Fighting foodons. <laughs> Right. We make food with attitude. Oh my god. Um, you know, if we're going to be talking about shows from that era, we do just need to talk about Ultimate Muscle again. Oh, right! Yeah, yeah, yeah! We've mentioned it. We can continue now. <laughs> right, yes. Um, so, Scooby is uh, dreaming about fighting these uh, video game food monsters. And on the last food monster... Scooby wakes up, and apparently he was attacking the ghost bear? Yeah, he's just eating the ghost bear. I just... Oh, okay. Uh, So Shaggy's the one who woke him up, because... Scoob, what are you doing? Like, zoink, Scoob, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, 
And then there's a chase sequence with the ghost bear chasing Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah, and they hijinks around the rock yard and wake up a bunch of wrestlers, many of whom get bodied. Yes. Uh, many of whom, like, all of whom are in their wrestling get-up. So they just... Uh, except for the Miz, who is in a full-body ghast. Yes. Yes. I have this segment as, like, eat crap and die, Miz. <laughs> um, Rest in peace, the Miz. Uh... Ghost Bear, at the end of the fight, lifts Sin Cara's ride and tosses it at a building which explodes. Uh, we then see a close-up of Sin Cara's masked face, and we hear a guitar riff, so we know he's feeling a very strong emotion right now. Yeah, he's looking soulfully at the burning wreckage. Yes. <laughs> Mourns car in silence. Yes. <laughs> Mourns in... Mourns in Luchador. Yes! <laughs> it, it's not in Luchador. He's not doing flippies yet. <laughs> I'm uh, sure I'm sure John Cena would have still been able to translate that. Uh, the rest of the gang shows up and hears about the ghost bear, and Cookie's like, Oh, it must be the ghost of Vicious who has returned to fight them all. And then Kane's there in the background in the woods, just being menacing. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Uh, next morning, Richards, some business lady, is mad about property damage and some kids showing up because they won a contest and all of these bear attacks. And then she shows pictures of the previous attacks that have destroyed the kitchen and game development studio. In my notes, she's just called Fakelin McCEO. And she may or may not be a Stephanie McMahon stand-in. Yeah, if this was made modern day, this would be Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon didn't have as much of a role in 2014. Except for being married to Triple H. I, mm -hmm. I, I did see her, uh, uh, see her and think, is that is that Stephanie McMahon? Because the literal only, you know, person <laughs> I know that might be in that situation would have been her. Because all of my <laughs> knowledge comes from wrestling isn't wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I don't know what it is right now because I think they changed up some more general manager stuff. But last I checked, like the only people of importance behind the scenes were the McMahons and Triple H, including Shane O'Mac. Freaking Shane McMahon. <laughs> he just wants he wants to be in charge so he can give himself excuses to jump off of tall things. <laughs> That's it. That's all he does, is jump off of tall things. Just be a stuntman. <laughs> Ride a motorcycle. Anything. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Um, they are um, called kids in this scene. Yeah. Um, uh, Vince McMahon shows up and has done his research on the gang. <laughs> Which, you know what? That's fair. If you're going to have people show up and claiming to have won your contest, you do want to perform a background check before you let them stay on premises. Yeah. You're some kind of mystery solvers. Have you seen our van? Well, maybe not. Because we haven't seen it since the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Richard does say, uh, we don't need these kids meddling with our affairs, which I, I liked that moment. It was funny. <laughs> Yes, uh, but Vince McMahon wants them to look into this bear business, because he wants the belt to be safe, and having these kids look around can't hurt. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And John Cena offers to lend a hand and takes them to talk to someone. It's Sin Cara, on the roof. 
for dramatic effect. He just has a flair for drama. Uh, He knows the legend of the bear better than anyone. uh, I have a note. Is this sequence racist? Mm, Yeah, so it's... mm, hmm. It might be stereotypical of Luchador? Um, so the thing is, uh, I, there have been two Sin Caras. <laughs> yes. And the Sin Cara at the time of this film could speak English. The previous, the, original Sin, one. the previous Sin Cara opted not to speak in most cases. Uh, because he didn't speak English. Yes. He only spoke Spanish. It's... <laughs> Not great. I speak Mass Lucidor. I would say, in this case, it is a weird gray area that, unfortunately, mm. I, I could not contribute to a discussion of this. Yes. At all. I will describe it as probably the best you're going to get from WWE. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because okay. they hate Lucidors. The, the, the fact that John Cena says, no, no. I, don't worry, I speak match, Masked Luchador, is so funny to me, <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. Be- I'll translate the best I can. <laughs> and then he goes into a great storytelling back backstory sequence, and it's great. <sighs> I do love his uh, cadence on the line of, he knows the legend of the bear. Pause. Better than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're both so dramatic. It's great. Well, you can't not be dramatic when you're on a roof. Yeah. This is true, especially at sunset. It's like this whole sequence makes me think, man, these two characters have a great working relationship. Which is a shame because as far as I know, Sin Cara didn't actually get anywhere near as much play as they're pretending he does in this film in his actual career. Yeah. That's sad. Now Um. it's like, we have this team called the Lucha Dragons. It's got, like, the three luchadors that we have in our company on it. And we just make them do tag team matches for, like, no one. So, the story that John Cena relates... Uh, from Sin Cara. From Sin Cara is about... He's translating as best yes, as he can. Is about Sin Cara's... Sin Cara Grande. Sin Cara's great-great-grandfather. Great-great-great-grandfather. Three greats. Oh, I missed the third great. Whoops. I had captions on. That's the only way I could. I got gotcha. it. Seeing Cara Grande is not real. Yes. Um, so there was speculation in the trivia section of the Scooby Doo fandom wiki page. Oh my god! That Sin Cara Grande was based on the original uh, person who played Sin Cara, or the the Mystico character mm. who. I believe the original the original Sin Cara is using in um, Lucha. Yeah. Or Caristo, Caristico. Hmm. Mm. Not Callisto. Callisto is a different wrestler. Lucha's insane, dudes. <laughs> I will say, when, when you just told me that there were two uh, Sin Caras, I was like, oh, hey, re- they referenced that in this film, kind of, with Sin Cara Grande. But the... Er- the Mystico uh, ring gear does look very similar to Sin Cara Grande. Yeah, like color scheme and stuff wise. Gotcha. Um, so apparently in this backstory, there was a bear 
Named Vicious. Named Vicious in wrestling? Um, so it was just like a general, I think it's like a performing thing. I think yeah. it's like, uh, it's like, um, the setup of the ring looks like, you know, just sort of local Lucia mm-hmm. stuff. That kind of experience of like a small crowded room, um, the thrown together ring, that kind of thing. Like that, um, whole thing where, oh, you can, oh, have fun trying to wrestle this kangaroo and boxing it or whatnot. It's just, like, one of those, like, publicity things, yeah. but maybe, we're, but... You know, we're just forcing this bear to wrestle with humans. Yeah, and this bear got defeated by Sin Cara Grande. Yes, he never lost until Sin Cara Grande. And the bear was angry at being defeated and then started a rampage. <laughs> defeated on this very spot, before there ever was a WWE city. <laughs> So this brings up the question of where WWE City is actually located. Where there would be Sin Cara Grande and also a wrestling bear. I mean, Sin Cara Grande is could probably Texas? travel. Mm, it's hard to tell Texas? because of, you know, just the general, like, woodedness of it and the way the mountain is. It reminds me of Stone Mountain in Georgia. Yeah, there's a lot of trees. And honestly, that would make sense as a setting for WWE City. I feel like. Okay. All right. So canon confirmed. WWE City is in Georgia. <laughs> um. So the bear started a, a rampage, and uh, Sincara Grande fought it to protect people. Uh. But then the bear escaped and was never seen again until now. You're missing the fact that Sincara Grande got bitten on the leg by Vicious, thus ending his wrestling career. Yes. And I have written down my leg, <laughs> or I guess it's just, or I guess it's just say mi pierna, <laughs> which is my leg in Spanish. Or perhaps you should say, and that's where I would insert some guitar sting. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, so Sincara believes the spirit has been riled by WrestleMania, and has he has sworn to carry his family legacy and take out take care of the bear himself. Uh, meanwhile, at the Rockyard Grill, Triple H yells about the bear and gets condiments everywhere. <laughs> Seriously, Hunter, clean up after yourself. <laughs> You're a gentleman. Act like one. You wear a suit now. <laughs> you have children. And sometimes pretend to be the Terminator. <laughs> uh, anyways, John Cena walks back walks with Shaggy and Scooby back to their room while they carry massive stacks of pizza for a snack. I mean, that's what I do when I'm hungry. I just buy four pizzas. Oh, it's much more than four pizzas, though. It was closer to, like, 20 pizzas. I know, but I'm on a diet. (laughs) Also, Kane is menacing in the background. Yes. Wouldn't be a shot without it. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby uh, go to their room and... Fred is, like, uh, off to patrol with the guards to see if he can get a picture of the ghost bear. I have this written down as Fred saying, I'm helping. <laughs> yeah. Sure you uh, are, He Fred. locks the door behind him, too. He's like, and they're like, oh, yeah, good to keep the bear out. No to keep Scooby-Doo in after the events of last night. Uh, and then they cut to Shaggy and Scooby passed out after so much pizza. Yeah, the empty boxes just scattered. And then Scooby's KGB programming activates. 
Yes, he wakes up in the middle of the night and just stares at some pulsing lights. Uh, his eyes contract. Constrict? I don't know. They they do that, oh, uh, can't look away, hypnotize kind of thing that you see all the time. In the morning, cut to the morning, and Miss Richards bangs on the door to Scooby and Shaggy's room. And Fred's not there, by the way, so Fred just stayed out all night, apparently. Fred just left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the rest of the gang is outside and, like, a bunch of other people are gathered around. So I think they may have just been, like, they may have gone to go do breakfast things and they saw everything going on and they're like, ah, it's the cops. (laughs) And the cops share the models of some of the fake jobbers. Uh, They're they're just working two shifts. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Richards has video footage of Scooby-Doo stealing the... WrestleMania belt. Yeah, despite Shaggy and Scooby claiming he's been in bed all night. However, when the blanket comes off, he's wearing the belt. Oh no! The gang tries to act as character witnesses, but when there's actual footage of Scooby dodging layers and stealing the belt while clearly doing some dance moves. And singing. And knowing the code. Yeah. John Cena and Sin Cara are very disappointed. Yes, there's a cut to him, and they're just visibly disappointed, and Scooby does those sad ear things. Disappointed in silence. Say it ain't so, Scooby-Doo. Velma thinks she sees something weird in the footage, just as Scooby-Doo gets dragged to wrestling prison. Is there something strange about Scooby? Do you really want us to answer that? (laughs) So they go to some kind of control room thing with a, at least a video monitor. Available. Oh no, they're just in the middle of the ring, which is the ring for uh-huh. WrestleMania. Like this, they is just a- put it up on the jumbo. <laughs> oh, gotcha. This is apparently where it's go- where WrestleMania is going to be, yeah. and like the stadium is so not big enough for WrestleMania. Yeah, um, Velma has immediately figured out what the issue is and proceeds to tell everyone. Yes, they pull up the footage using the memory card for the game and the, of the dance and prove that they're the same movements. To which I have, what is this, 2001? And then, saved on a disc or memory card. Get your facts wrong consistently, guys. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, this would be, like, double wrong because when she says she's pulled up the footage, it's not footage of Scooby dancing. It's just the footage of the dancing in the game, which would have been on the disc. Not the memory card. I don't... They got them backwards. Yeah. I don't... Whatever. This game doesn't get video games. That's hmm. fine. This but isn't yeah, how this works. It becomes clear that Scooby was somehow programmed to steal the belt. Yes, he received, quote, post-hypnotic programming, end quote. It's yeah. not... That's fine. It's fine. That's just how hypnotism works in cartoons. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And that's why he's been sleepwalking this whole time. Yeah. Ruben d- pulls up the game files on the Jumbotron. Hacks like the it. Code. <laughs> Takes Velma's tablet. He does ask for it. Asks politely for Velma's tablet. Yeah. And then control F's through the game code to find the code that says activate hypnotic flashes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the footage of like it's like oh yeah see there's light flashes on the moves to highlight them um but the flashing lights that he's talking about are just like green flashes highlighting the body as if you had done the move correctly <laughs> and also flashes that scooby totally wouldn't have seen if he was turned around like the dance is making him do <laughs> yeah but anyways this these flashes highlight the move and implant it in your mind um but fact is facts he stole the belt and he's going to actual jail <laughs> and because shaggy was the owner of the game he's also going to jail for being an accomplice i i guess miss richards just wants to arrest someone or else why do we have this police force yeah, um, there's a trivia thing. When I say trivia, I mean it's opinion correction stuff. Where it's like, but actually it would be the game company that would be in trouble because they're the one who programmed it. However, we do find out, I don't know when, that the uh, office to the game company had been attacked by the ghost bear. Yeah, we figured that out um, earlier when she was talking about the previous bear yes. attacks. It feels like these well actuallys aren't quite understanding Scooby-Doo kayfabe. No. They don't, no. No. But cool. I, 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 I have written down. So, apparently, WWE City Law says yes. anyone accused of a crime can appeal in a WWE match. Trial by combat. Vinnie Mac is gonna watch two kids die. I love this. This is hysterical. <laughs> See, this would be fine if you, they were against someone like a Santino Marella, but the only remaining competitor looking for a match is Kane. <laughs> because this is at WrestleMania is gonna be seven hours long and feature all of the WWE talent, guys. I mean, that's how it works. Yep. Um, Scooby and Shaggy are very reluctant because they see Kane and Kane is very uh, glowering at them. Velma accepts for them, which I don't like. She does it because she needs them to buy time so they can prove their innocence. Yeah. Velma's their manager, I guess. I guess. Um, Velma would be a wrestling manager. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dude, I would love that. <laughs> But yeah, they have till tomorrow night to prove their innocence. Otherwise, they kick off WrestleMania. They go to the training grounds. Yes, and Cookie and AJ Lee do a montage of training. Oh, oh. Shaggy and Scooby. Wait, I just <laughs> there are vultures circling above the training grounds, landing oh. on the sign, and I love that. I missed that part. It was amazing. Something I need to bring up, though, is during this whole montage, or at least part of it, AJ Lee's theme is actually playing. But I also yes. had the captions on, and it was not mentioned by the captions, even though John Cena's, Vince McMahon's, The Miz's, they were all like, downstates, I came to play is playing. Huh. It was just... Oh, see, that's weird, because on the Verve captions, it just did the lyrics of the music. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I was captions. I was watching it on Blu-ray, so... Ah, that's weird. That is very strange. But yes, this is Let's Light It Up. Light it up, light it up. One of my favorites. It's it's so fun. <laughs> I really like AJ, guys. <laughs> she wasn't handled well, but 
was a good wrestler. This training montage uh, appears to be focusing on them building strength, which is dumb. It's not going to help anything about it. They've got a day. Less yeah. than a day. They need to be taught, like, movement Form. stuff. Yeah. Not strength well, stuff. Well, they, they start with that, but then AJ just trips them and then sends them flying into each other off of the ropes. Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to be training a couple of small uh, people to go against a one big person, you get a big person to train with them. Showing them moves on avoiding that big person. Like, I mean, tall person. Yeah, I would, of the people they show in this film, I would at least have them fight Brodus Clay. Yeah. It's or like, Ruben, if Cookie would allow it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you could still have AJ training them, like, being with them, because AJ, I don't know wrestling. Do wrestling actually have um small... <laughs> There are Wrestlers no weight classes, okay. technically, but... Mm, yeah, no, everyone competes for... Okay. Well, the only weight class is cruiserweight, which is 205 pounds. Yeah. Cause, so, okay, in that case, uh, I could see AJ being a perfect person to help them learn how to take on a larger opponent. But that's not what they focus on. It's just strength training. It's dumb. Yeah. And then someone gets a medicine ball to the face. Yeah. I do think it would have been fun, because you mentioned having Ruben train them, if Cookie refuses to train them, and then Ruben secretly trains them, and then Cookie finds out, and then that's why they have to stop training to go solve a mystery. That would have been neat. Oh, that would, yeah, that would have been really interesting. Instead, we have Ruben being very frustrated about Cookie training them. Ruben! He's training them so they won't die! <laughs> He's always wanted to be a superstar, and he made his own gear out of spandex and bones. Real bones that he ordered off the internet. Ruben, that's how you get cursed. Yep. yep. <laughs> he wants to be the bone bender, which, like, outside of small indie promotions, is not usually how naming conventions work. Like, <laughs> you know, you'll see that in a promotion with someone like Bonesaw McGraw, perhaps. <laughs> Bonesaw is ready! But not, like, in the WWE. They haven't had nicknames like that since, like, the Road Warriors. <laughs> but at the end of the uh, training montage, they do stop. Because apparently they're terrified of AJ. Like, they don't want to... She's, quote, like Kane, but with lipstick. That was kind of her, like, deal at the time... Is that she was... She was, like... I think her motif was, like, kind of a spider or, like, a black widow at that point. Mm. Mm. The only thing I remember is from when she first... Around the time where she first was a major player in the show and was had the characterization of, quote, the crazy one. That was... Unquote, yeah. Which is never a good thing. No. She was the manager of SmackDown at one point in time, which was very fun to watch. The on-screen manager, like the general manager. Gotcha. Oh, I'm thinking about the questions we got earlier, and now I do also want to say that I would like to see the Hardy brothers <laughs> uh, in a Scooby-Doo thing, just because Matt Hardy would terrify them. <laughs> oh my god. Bray Wyatt. Oh, I'm mad about Bray Wyatt. Yeah, me too. There was a time where he beat both Undertaker and Kane and then harnessed their powers of lightning and fire in the middle of the ring. And then they did nothing with that. Oh. Uh, that 
that's so cool to watch. That's disappointing. Or like because Undertaker definitely needs to be on the out soon. He's old, dude. I, His I, brother is a mayor. I could see, uh, I could see Taker as kind of a new Paul Bearer situation. Like I was expecting them at some point to have just. Bray Wyatt perform a soul transfer and become the new Undertaker. Yeah, I was just thinking, it's like, he needs to be reincarnated. Magically. Like the Doctor. Yeah, either that or there was the, when, uh, the infamous Monday after Raw, where Roman Reigns comes out and says, it's my yard now, after being booed for 15 minutes straight after beating the Undertaker. It would have been great to see him just come out in the coat and hat and be like, no, it's me now. It's me. But no one would have liked that. So they go to the forest to find clues? Yes, they do that. I do want to mention one last thing about The Undertaker. He's not in this film and I won't get a chance to do it again. Um, There was after the like a year or two after Roman beat Undertaker and Undertaker never showed up again. John Cena called him out in the middle of uh, WrestleMania, and then he just came out and beat John Cena's ass box. and then disappeared again. <laughs> Perfect. And so I did like the idea of like, okay, if they're not going to pass on like the title of Undertaker, just have him be a button, a ghost that you summon to kick your ass. What hurts? So every now and then. Oh, jeez. Anyways, yes, there you go. <laughs> They run off to stop training and go solve a mystery. Yes. Um, but then they realize that it involves going bear hunting. And they're like, you know, shouldn't we be solving, you know, our own thing instead of this bear stuff? But Velma thinks the two are related. We see, uh, what's his name again? Bayard. <laughs> Bayard, Bayard doing some creeping. is 100% willing to murder trespassers. Yes, because the cave is on his property. Yes. So he causes a rock avalanche. Yes. By shooting some boulders. Yes. Um, which causes a giant boulder to almost crush the gang. But. Yes. Hold on. Yeah. They're chased by boulders to a cliff. And then a master, massive boulder chases them along the ridge. And they're cornered. But wait. That's Cena's music. Burr, 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 burr. And so a while back, I did mention the fact that he came in a karate, kicked the boulder to pieces. That's not what happens. It should have been what happens, but no, he just stops the boulder. I wanted him to punch the boulder. (laughs) Just pull on a whole Resident Evil 5 of just punching the boulder to death. Gosh, I remember, Cass, you you told me about this scene, and I didn't believe you. (laughs) And then we did a a movie marathon thing of all of the WWE Scooby-Doo films. All of them being oh, two of them, and this was yeah. I think we one. also watched the the Flintstones one. God, we watched a lot of them. I feel like I have seen all of them except for the Jetsons one, Ugh. which I can watch now on Verve. And we're not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> I just I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Verve, it's a good deal. Huh. So dollars. So, uh, Fred, I think, asked uh, John Cena how they knew to help them. How he knew to help them. And John Cena knew where they were because Daphne texted him. Like, it was actually relevant that Daphne got his phone number. And I wrote down here, Daphne, do you need a glass of water? (laughs) 
I had a different thing written down, but I was informed that it might not be for this podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so Cena being here is now dragged along for the rest of their investigation into the bear cave. Because he doesn't need to get ready for WrestleMania or anything. No. He's John Cena. He's always ready. He's unstoppable. He's Superman. Fred, once they're in the cave, Fred does a cool thing where he turns his flashlight into a lantern. I didn't know that. That is a really neat flashlight. Yeah, so it's just like a tube flashlight, and then he pulls the top up, and it stops it from being a flashlight and lights up in the middle. Of note is, like, when they were going into the bear cave, we see Bayard, and he's all chuckling. Is like, they walked into a trap better than any I could make. Which... What trap would you make, Bayard? Just actively trying to kill them? Instead of yeah, like a bear trying trap. to... Like a real bear trap. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, so... I-, I gotta remember, when we reach the end, I need to remember talking about Bayard. Okay. Because that's imp- All right. important to think about. Uh, but let's right. continue. Uh, yeah, so once Fred turns his flashlight into a lantern, they see the bones of what they assume is the original bear. Just the bear skeleton. Yeah. Well, he isn't so vicious now. Thanks. Uh, The cave eventually leads into some sort of secret lair with uh, blueprints and gas tanks and books on hypnotism. You know, standard stuff for a ghost bear lair. Uh Uh, Schematics for an EMP specifically designed to shut down the WWE. It's labeled as such. Uh, Fred takes pictures of all of this stuff with the flash on and it blinds slash annoys everyone. Velma finds a calendar that has WrestleMania circled in red, and it's labeled R-I-P-W-W-E. W-W-E. Someone's going to try to kill Vince McMahon. <laughs> Good. Also, I have written down here, um, it's circled on March 30th. The last WrestleMania to take place on March 30th was WrestleMania 24 in 2008. Hmm. A good year. <laughs> a fine vintage. Maybe it was the wrong calendar, but used the right uh, day of the week. It was just like ten, like eight years too late or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he did circle like a Sunday, which is correct at least. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been much worse. It's so funny to me. It's like, I'm the kind of person that if I were setting an actual physical date for something, I'm going to pull up the actual calendar year for that date. <laughs> To see if it's correct. Just because that's that's yeah. the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, the ghost bear shows up and knocks out John Cena. Uh, <laughs> right in the middle of John Cena saying, not on, not on my watch. It's like, <laughs> it's great timing. Well, well, you're not watching now, so. <laughs> yep. Now Fred holds it off with the flash of his camera long enough for them to start running away, and they get chased throughout the cave and circle back into the lair. Um, Cena's still knocked out. Snoring. That's the, yeah. He's. It's not like a short amount of time either. It's a decent chase sequence. From my understanding, is the fact that he's snoring implies he actually did go to sleep. I don't think. Uh, I don't know any medical stuff at all. Um, uh, go to sleep was a different wrestler's move. <laughs> GTS. CM Punk. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about it anymore, actually. Wait, um, and I have written down time for a horrible carnival ride. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Fred. 
uh, sees a gas tank, pops open like the top of it so it sparks and flies towards the bear. The bear deflects it into a wall and it explodes, causing water to come pouring in and washing everyone and everything away. Fred, Velma, and Daphne end up using a table from the room as a raft while Scooby and Shaggy pilot a sleeping John Cena, which is important like to think about the scene because they don't know where they are and then suddenly <laughs> the John Cena raft comes out of the water in slow motion. Yes. The Titanic was garbage. Leo could have totally fit on that door. And uh, <laughs> John Cena is still sleeping. Yep, he's sleeping for the rest of this time where he is just as a boat. Yes. Uh, Shaggy mentions, that, hey, we still need to gather the evidence. But Fred's like, hey, don't worry. I got pictures of it all. And then the bear eats the camera by jumping out of the water out of nowhere. I gotta say, the uh, the part of the camera that gets bitten is just the lens and yeah. not the film. I don't know what happens mm, to the rest of the it. the SD card would be. Oh, is it? I mean, I'm assuming it's a modern camera if it's 2014 and he said it was a new camera. I guess so. Um, in any case, it's it's implied that, oh no, they don't have evidence anymore. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, the bear continues to menace them as they go off a waterfall. Asina finally wakes up mid-fall and then Hammer throws the bear off into the cave floor before they <laughs> land in a lake. And the, the physics are incredible here. <laughs> Cena wakes up and his primal instinct is to throw the bear. Throw the bear. Of course. Just. <laughs> uh, they find a storm drain entrance that connects the cave to WWE City, giving the bear access. And they tell Richards about all of this. And apparently it's believable enough anyways without evidence. <laughs> Cookie wants them to cancel Mania, but that's impossible. It'd be like canceling Christmas. It's too big of a show. And then also it's tonight. Also, I noticed something in the background. Scene uh, Carter Grande is in a copy of the WWE City News saying that he defeated Vicious. <laughs> but mm-hmm. WWE City had not been a thing then. <laughs> it might have been a history of the area kind of thing. Uh, it's literally, that's literally one of the things they list on the wiki page. Oh. <laughs> on the fandom wiki. <laughs> oh god, now I'm one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> no! Hey, do you want to know what the one below that is? It's so dumb. I'm not even a mark anymore. <laughs> what is it? The the point they list underneath that is the earpieces are so small that it looks like they're just communicating by touching their ears. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> What's wrong with oh, you? Oh, man. Meanwhile, you're right, Sin Cara. <laughs> Sin Cara just flies and does not posing, and Johnny Cena's like, Yes! Um, Fred is planning a trap. Uh, John Cena is enthusiastic, saying, count me in, and offers his hand to Fred. And after a moment, Fred takes it and shakes it. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out they mentioned that the EMP would cut the lights and cameras, causing massive panic, which causes her to say, all right, I'll put some guards on patrol. That's it. That's all she does. (laughs) Um, Anyways, Fred's like, okay, let's turn this thing into a big bear trap. And then there's a montage of a rainy night at a sold-out mania. Of course it's sold out. It's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Kane versus Skinny Man and Dead Meat. And who wrote those names? They're not good names. They're not. You could just call them 
Shaggy's like, people clearly know it's Scooby Doo later. Yeah, that's they, a no really one, good point. Only one other person calls him dead meat. It's the announcer. Two other people. Yeah. Also, there's a, there's a kid. Of course, that's what I want to go to WrestleMania for—a jobber match. Well, it's like a pre-show thing because you know, in the modern day, WrestleMania takes eight hours, and the pre-show is like five of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's still like on the. It's it's still like being broadcast to the pe- people watching on pay per view. People who paid like a lot of money now, is still. Here's the thing. Yeah, but also it's like they got to put on something not as important for when the people who are there are still getting to their seats. Here's the yeah. thing. I wrote this these notes a little further down, just late, slightly. When they introduce Shaggy and Scooby as Skinny Man and Dead Meat, I am kind of shocked that they didn't explain why they're fighting. They've been accused of trying to steal the belt. That's amazing for a story. Yeah, clearly the crowd also knows at least something about it because they do get booed. Yeah, it's like... And it's not like Kane's a face. They're not going to just boo anyone who fights Kane. Yeah, it's like if the fact that this is WWE city law, you would think that they it's not necessarily a, what is it, jobber? Right. It's not a jobber yeah. match. It is a law match. That is a, com- a court- completely a different situation. It is a court case. <laughs> Why don't they play that up? It's like they've been accused of steal of trying to steal the WWE championship belt and due to city laws like they're trying to appeal. It Why don't they mention it? It's so appealing. This is an Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio for custody of a child match. (laughs) Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. (laughs) But yeah, that was my gripe about this particular sequence. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk about their outfits. Uh, Shaggy's in a yellow single strap singlet with headgear and Scooby's just in like a traditional red singlet. That's really it. They don't give them anything else. There's no flair. It's also weird colors. You think they would have given them, like, well, at least one of them a green. Mm-hmm. But instead, no, they are ketchup and mustard. Um, Cookie tries gives them a pep talk, which works, and then Kane just sk- stares at them and scares them off. Good luck! Yeah. Uh, I'm putting in the little chat area a picture of Michael Cole in his ring gear, which is <laughs> just... Yeah. Very similar. That is, yeah. Yeah. It looks like him. Uh, so the show starts, and we cut to a bunch of people at home watching, including some girls from Young Justice. Hmm. We like all of the female main characters from season two, apparently. Uh, everyone else is in position for the trap, including Triple H just standing on the edge of town. <laughs> and how is- apparently he doesn't have a match tonight. <laughs> How is no one in the audience freaking out about John Cena and Sin Cara just being in the crowd? That's a good They're like, oh, they just, oh, weird. I can't believe they got the guards to dress up. <laughs> Why is that guard doing parkour? <laughs> Neat. Uh, Mr. McMahon comes out to welcome everyone to the show and brings the belt out. And Velma immediately realizes, hey, wait a minute. That's where the EMP device is. Yeah. Just as Scooby and Shaggy's match starts. Then Kane immediately sends the ref flying as he attacks them. 
Yep, kill the ref already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Velma tells Richards that the EMP is in the belt, but she refuses to believe. And Velma needs a magnet to prove it. And then here comes Sinkara, <laughs> prepared with one. And because the magnet attracts the belt to the edge of the case, it's clear that the belt is a fake one with iron instead of gold. Which is why it was important that it's established that it was solid gold earlier in the, in the film. Because gold is not magnetic. Yes. As the match continues, the EMP is revealed on the belt and it's time to go off soon, and they can't get it out of there in time. So Cena straps it to Shaggy, who has been trapped in the ropes, and is going to slingshot it off, um, but then he collides with Scooby in midair. Which I'm just like, just step on it, dip it in water, hit it with a hammer, something. Yeah. Rub the magnet on it. It doesn't need to be launched into the sky. Just unplug the timer, cut the red wire. It's not like it's a bomb. Well, it's, it is a, a bomb, but not an explosive. Yeah, one. it's a different kind of bomb. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. So it goes off, and all of the lights go out, and and all of the technology is like blackened. Mm-hmm. Also, at this point, Shaggy's neck is totally broken. <laughs> uh, the ghost bear comes crashing into the arena, and people start panicking because it's dark. <laughs> so Fred has some superstars light some flares to light the pyro that lights the area, and this is where we get my favorite line in the film. Hold, hold on, going back just a hot second, uh-huh. when the lights go out. We cut to a scene of like two of like the ticket takers are like, and one of them's like, "Who turned off the lights?" And then the bear just crashes through the door. Yes, and I'm like, "That's yep. the best part." <laughs> uh, I think the best part is when you have, uh, uh, I don't even remember his name anymore. Uh, Brodus Clay just saying, "Funkadelic." <laughs> 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 Brodus Clay, Clay left the WWE two months later yeah uh, Shaggy is still stuck in the ropes and tells Scooby to just pretend you're playing the video game so Scooby uses his dance moves to outmaneuver Kane there are some uh, amusing sound effects in this moment it's very um, I'm going to say just cartoony but only Scooby is the ca- cartoony sound effects yeah but if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> this is true, especially when you're playing with the Connect. <laughs> uh, Triple H and friends. Oh, sorry. Hold on. The ghost bear finds his way to the entrance ramp just as the pyro is dying down. And Triple H and friends have their backup generator set up that Fred tells them to activate. And then everyone at home roots for Scooby as the camera comes back on, despite that they were all booing him. Like two seconds, five minutes ago, and also, why didn't you just turn on the generators immediately after the power went out? Uh, because I think they needed the bear to think that their plan was working. Yeah, because immediately after the power comes back on, they start locking doors to trap Ghost Bear in. Right, right, right. We also had an excess of green flares we needed to use. <laughs> yeah, DX hasn't been around for a while, so we just had these lying around. <laughs> Um, Ruben shows up to, uh, take on the ghost bear. Uh, excuse oh. you, that's the bone I bender. was gonna say, <laughs> he's wearing the bone bender costume. Or he is the bone bender. Whatever. Which we find out is just football pads with some bones glued on, one of which falls off. Yes. So, it's like the road warriors. 
but blue and covered in bones. Yep. Which all appear to be human femurs. He starts uh, wrestling the bear and ends up in the in the arena where the match is being held. Yeah, they end up on the entrance ramp. Via catapult. Uh, old they... Fred activates the catapult. Oh, right, right. On the ramp. But Reuben lunge, lunges at the bear at the exact same time, so they both go flying into the ring. Yes. Ghost Bear flattens Kane. And Reuben just makes a quick recovery. Uh, Fred activates the cage, and it is now a cage match. <laughs> Not just the cage, it is the heck in the sec cage that has a roof on it. Yes. And I have written down uh, the announcer's breakdown of this entire fight, so if I may. Go right ahead. It's a cage match. The bone bender attacks the bear from behind, creating a distraction for Cena to make a move. But this powerful creature turns the tables on them both. Now Sinkata stands alone. Did we mention that Sinkata and Cena make their way into the ring? Uh, Sinkara, Sin- uh, but yes, they, they slide in under the ring. Did I say Sinkata? Yes. Uh, That'd be a cool wrestler uh, name, though. My cool new bug-themed luchador. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, Anyway. uh, The fearless luchador attacks. He glides around the bear like lightning. The bear can't even touch Sinkara. Ladies and gentlemen, I haven't seen moves like this in a ring before. Sinkara delivers a stunning blow to the bear, while John Cena recovers on the mat. He's going up to the bear. Cena is lifting the bear over his head. And the bear is down! Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Cena's vintage five-knuckle shuffle. It's lights out for this big bad bear. This match is over! Uh, and there's a you-can't-see-me moment. <laughs> What's that, bear? You can't see to, me! To which I write, All right, everyone, hold up your hands so Goku can do his spirit bomb. <laughs> uh, to continue... Cena and Sin Cara go in for a tandem pin. Impossible! The bear wakes up and knocks them to the side. Uh, and Shaggy is like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? This looks bad for Skinny Man. But wait, what is Dead Meat up to? Dead Meat has revived Kane. The big red monster has risen. Never before have we seen a standoff like this. It's monster versus monster inside the cage at WrestleMania. Who will survive this super supernatural matchup? Who will be victorious in the paranormal pandemonium? Kane drives the bear back with a stunning blow. The bear hits the mat. Kane pins down its leg. The bone bender, John Cena, and Sin Cara pile onto this powerful creature, but they can barely hold it down. Only dead meat can tip the balance now. Can he do it? Can dead meat save the day? Scooby Doo, Scooby Dooby Doo! Dead meat just delivered a gut-wrenching bully bomb. It flattens the ring and exploded the cage. The dust is clearing now. The bear's out cold. Dead meat wins it. Anyway. And uh, the rest of WrestleMania is absolutely ruined because when the ring collapses, which it has done before, it stays like that for the rest of the event. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It's it's fine because apparently WrestleMania is over after this end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah. So after all of that happens, <laughs> there's a reason um, why I did the announcers word by word because there was a lot going on. Velma is now a mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Velma just 
freaks out. She is hype, as they say. Which isn't the first time she's been really into wrestling, but we'll get into that later. Um, and after they knock the bear out, you see that its flame dies down. And they unmask the bear, and it's Uncle, Uncle Cookie! Cookie! He was mad because he got injured, and that led to hatred. So he wanted to destroy the WWE in its entirety. And he also wanted to steal the belt, too. So he did the hypnotism thing in the game and created a contest using fake emails throughout the company. When he identified the belt Scooby was wearing, though, he had already switched them. The reason he wanted to steal the belt is because that's worth a lot of money. It's capitalism, baby. (laughs) What a convoluted scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a reason why I I, I mentioned earlier, Bayard was 100% in on this. Because he wants WWE to go away. Mm Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. I believe it. Oh yeah, and that's how he knew that them going into Bear Cave was a worse trap because he was in on it. He knew what was happening. So I have a question for you both. Where's the real belt? Elementary, my dear McMahon. Cookie's wearing it. <laughs> and then the bear reveals that it has a separate compartment at the waist that just opens up. Is just in case, just in case, Cookie wanted to take it off while he was wearing it and just see himself in the belt. Uh, but he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids and their game crazy dog. And then Reuben is then offered a job by McMahon for whatever position he wants because he's good at both computers and wrestle. <laughs> I do typing. I do fighting. Which one? <laughs> I mean, obviously, though, like I think if you have any big man. With muscles show up near McMahon, McMahon will offer them a job. <laughs> I mean, that's how Tensai got his gig. He loves the vascularity. And then McMahon uh, offers, it awards the belt to Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah, for that hustle, loyalty, and respect. And then, so they're they're going to defend the championship, right? Well, I mean, it's weird because. There is precedent that you might be curious about, such as when (laughs) Braun Strowman invited a small child from the crowd to compete as his tag team partner on WrestleMania for the championship, for the championship belts, plural, because it's a tag team. Right. And won. And that kid never showed up again. (laughs) He just got a replica belt and got sent on his way. That's kind of adorable. But according It was to- great. I loved it. A, lo- a lot of people I know loved it. Several people hated it. <laughs> but according to this, they just got the belt that has all this gold and jewels on it. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy are just gonna... Well, they don't need to pawn it. They have so much money. Yeah, Shaggy comes from money. Hmm. Um, we do see Kane, who's all glowering in the background and Scooby and Shaggy are worried because at, for a moment when he comes up to them it looks like he's about to hit them but instead he offers a handshake and he mm-hmm. says something I didn't write it down he said uh good work or something like yeah. that you know game recognized game yeah Um, and then John Cena puts them on his shoulders and then everybody's like Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo 
could be worse. It could have been the, the Scooby Ghost Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, I have that in my notes. No, this is definitely much more on a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then we get a Scooby Dooby Doo, and that's the ball game. The yeah, uh, one match is just like a gem in the holograms, one song concert. Yeah. Someone pissed, like I looked up like the WrestleMania ticket prices. They paid twenty. Someone paid twenty five hundred dollars for that. But at least they got to take home a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the they got they paid twenty five hundred dollars to watch about twenty minutes, and then the ring got messed up. The announcers' table got messed up because again, once that's gone, it's gone. Everyone's just sitting on the floor watching the monitors. <sighs> what a good WrestleMania, guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that brings us to the part of the film where it's over and we talk about how we feel about it. It was There's no fun credits music this time, which is a little disappointing. Yeah. yeah I got I... so used to it after two months in a row. <laughs> Dude, I was I was really into Mood Monster Madness. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh but no, this one just ends with some generic music. Um, it was fine. It's a tie-in movie. It's pretty good. Not much of a mystery. Um, no, I mean more of a mystery than some. Yeah, very true. The monsters are not real, unless you count Kane. Or wrestlers in general. Hmm. Ghosts, not real. Wrestling, yes. <laughs> we are never given a definitive answer on what happened to the bear who has a whole skeleton. I mean, it just died in the cave. Yeah. It went into uh, the woods, did bear stuff. Lived a bear I was life. trying to go with, oh, we never know if it was actually a ghost kind of thing, but uh, uh, words. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if in this film we got to see the force ghost of Sinkara Grande. <laughs> <laughs> just nodding in approval, summoning another car for Sinkara because <laughs> that car's also a ghost now, I guess. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. All right, how do we think it compares to Scooby-Doo 2002? Hmm. I'm going to go with worse. I just... If if I'm in the mood for a Scooby movie, this is not my first choice. Yeah. yeah. I have I have things that are below Scooby-Doo 2002 that would be higher on my list. Yeah. Of just, like, a reach for a Scooby. <laughs> I have several Scooby movies in my reach that I have a much higher chance of choosing. All right, uh, let's give it an easier fight. How about Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights? Better. Better or worse? Better. <laughs> cool. All right, um, how about Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster? I would say better, if only because it's it feels more fun. Okay. It's, it, it's got it that ridiculousness, but it's just so delightful. It's right, the wrestling then, ridiculousness of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the fact that there's John Cena it in it. It plays into the fact that it, it that wrestling is inherently ridiculous, and the fact that, yeah, it's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is inherently ridiculous. It, it, it has a lot of fun, and it's, it's a very yeah. solid amount of fun. So. I just mentioned that because John Cena's in it. Um, I did tweet about this recently, from recently as far as recording time. Um, so a month ago when this goes up about how, hey, remember when they made re- made a sequel to a decade old penguin movie, a movie about penguin surfing just so they could put John Cena in it? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Because they did that. Yes, and I looked did. it up. That's literally the only reason. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I do really appreciate how um, it feels like John Cena is expanding his repertoire. Uh, he's do- done a lot more voice acting, a lot more acting. He was in one of the Fred movies. Uh, he was in the most recent Transformers movie, which was cool, in Bumblebee. And again, it's good for wrestlers to have something they can fall back on, Mm -hmm. because they can't keep doing this forever. Yep. Um, so how do we feel this compares to Zombie Island? Another film in which Fred has a camera destroyed. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. I kind of want to say worse because I enjoy the atmosphere of Zombie Island a lot better. Yeah, I have I can feelings about Zombie Island and I've made them known. I still think I might enjoy watching it more than... Not like enjoy enjoy, because like, this is a fun film. But like, there's a thing to Zombie Island, even when I'm not a big fan of it, that I'm like, yeah, this is like... It's one of the MOOC animated films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can agree with it. All right, so that puts us a new film on our list. Um, so before I read it off the list, I again, haven't made a decision on which is Ghost or Cyber Chase. But we need to make this. I decision, know I, ha- I haven't like had time to think about it. I'm fine with Witch's Ghost being ahead of Cyber Chase. Like it's not like it would be devastating to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you feel like it, I'm fine with it. I just I don't. I feel like cyber. There are other movies other than Cyber Chase that should be at the top of our list. <laughs> mm, I'm not involved in this debate, but I agree with Cass. I mean, it's fine. It's just so funny. I think it's a an inherent thing with how we um ended up started. Yeah, starting. Yeah, with our two favorite movies. And then just expanding from there. Cassidy's just been kept being put down the list. Yeah. It's still in the upper half. It is. It's ahead of uh, 2002. For now. All right. So I have adjusted the list. Um, Now I shall read it off. Getting longer by the month. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) At the bottom of our list, we have Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Scooby goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights. The Alien Invaders. Loch Ness Monster. WrestleMania Mystery. Zombie Island. Music of the Vampire. Scooby-Doo 2002. Mask of the Blue Falcon. Moon Monster Madness. Ghoul School. Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, and your new number one World Heavyweight Champion, <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Also, someone asked on Twitter, so in case it wasn't clear, Pokemon Detective Pikachu was a Patreon bonus episode. Yes. We didn't really get into it the way we got into um, actual Scooby-Doo movies. We've just kind of talked about it. You can't yes. really get into it like that until it comes out on yeah. home video, which it will be doing either shortly or 
Shortly as of recording, or now as of recording. When we recorded that bonus episode, uh, I had literally watched it the day before, and I think Cass and our guest, uh, Charlie, was it Charlie? Yeah, it was they had- Charlie saw it the day of. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, it was a fun lesson. <laughs> um, and I like that it's on our list. It wasn't gonna be on our list to begin with, and then I joked about it, and then it happened. Yes, I was, it was like, <laughs> yes, we should do it. So, Tess, plug your things. All right. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at at Pocky Slice. Pocky like the snack slice, as in a slice of cake. Um, mm, I was thinking a slice of pizza. Good that would know. work too. No, they're inherently different slices. You have to pick one or the other. <laughs> Let's do a slice of pizza. <laughs> um, and I am also um, starting a podcast with um, Brendan, the guest on Scooby Doo and the Loch Ness Monster. You can find that at Magic Winks Pod on uh, Twitter. It is going to be an episode by episode recap of the Winks Club, an Italian born currently american produced magical girl show um i think that's about it i haven't really been on much else recently mm-hmm. okay well that's good to know i'm definitely interested in listening to something about winks club <laughs> and it's not witch it came out very similar times Slightly similar premise, completely different shows. Which is the one with the heart of Kandrakar, or whatever the hell it's called. Started off as a comic book series. Huh. Alright. Um, well, if that's everything for you, you can find this show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog and our archive over at kidsandtheirdog.wordpress.com. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash kidsandtheirdog. And this is where I put in Shane McMahon's theme song. Because it's time for that money, 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 money. <laughs> Here comes the money. Um, it's real simple. Um, one dollar a month, you get shouted out on the show, like Crash, Tess, Hi, Hi, James, and Charlie. Thank you. Uh, Five dollars a month, you get access to bonus episodes. Um, which there's not a lot of right now. It's really, as far as I can remember, just the Pokemon one. But like I said on the show, we're going to record some more soon. And if we get to $50 a month, then we'll be doing bonus episodes on actual episodes of the television shows. Starting with 13 Ghosts, because there's a movie tie-in with that. (laughs) Um, And then if we get to $100 or more a month, we're going to do a actual play series of bonus episodes called Kids and Their Dice, <laughs> which I'm really proud of the name. Yeah. Um, and then if you, as a single individual, would like to give us $35 a month, I will make a CD of some of our episodes. I will like, even get the stuff to print out a label for it and everything, and then I will mail it to you. <laughs> Alright, uh, Lava, plug yourself. Um, you can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. I do this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, that's at (laughs) Matt You're getting good at that. Yeah, I 
I had to warm myself up on the last podcast I recorded to say, hey, let's talk about it that I don't know when I'm actually going to edit it. Because I had said it slowly multiple times on other podcasts, including the Morphin Grid, which I guessed it on and will be up for sure before this comes out. Oh, I love the Morphin Grid. I can't wait to listen to that one. Um, I also have some more podcasts that I ho- or co-host, I should say. Um, such as Precure Podcast Engage, a podcast about Pretty Cure. I don't know anything that happens in the show before we watch it. So that's the thing that I do for that podcast. <laughs> and sometimes in the middle of recording, I'll look up eBay listings for things. <laughs> you know, like that time we looked up helicopters on this podcast. Yes. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that was so freaking funny. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we get distracted sometimes on this podcast. It happened a lot in this episode with, with wrestlers, which I loved. And see, on other podcasts, they would cut that out and then give it to you separately for money. But now I just leave it all in because it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. Um, or uh, the Morphin Grids Frankencasts. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also do the previously mentioned, Hey, let's talk about it. It's a podcast where me, Charlie and Crash just talk about it. I also forgot to say that Charlie is the other host on Precure Podcast Engage. You can find those at Prepod Engage and Hey, Let's Talk cast respectively. Um, I also make video games. And by the time this goes out, I will have released a demo for my next project called Project Snap. And it's a game where you take pictures of animals. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that concept somewhere before. Yeah, it's real curious, huh? <laughs> but surely if someone made a game like that, they would have made multiple by now. I mean, that just sounds like it would have been wonderful. <laughs> uh, but that's enough of pl- talking about myself. Let's talk about what's happening next. Next month, we will be watching Legend of the Vampire, unless something terrible happens. Or wonderful, depending. (laughs) (laughs) And so, until next time, they would have gotten away with it, too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. And an RKO out of nowhere. (laughs) Big bad boys from outer space. Get a body slam, the human race. Wrestlers race to our defense with strength and speed and flatulence. Heroes join the operation from different planets and different nations. There's an intergalactic federation to monitor the situation. Catch each and every confrontation. Only broadcast on.